0: If there is one thing I could say about European travel, it's that the hub-and-spoke method of planning works very well. There are so many things that are close together in Europe that giving yourself one home base and creating a series of day trips often makes for a very productive plan. Using your time wisely with
1: day trips is such a great way to capitalize on your travel dollar so today we are counting down our top eight favorite european day trips that you are missing out on let's go
0: Defining a good day trip is probably where we should start with this. Yes, we should. Let's give a definition. Okay, here's the deal. A good day trip is fast and easy to get to. There's plenty of quick things to do at that destination, lots of food choices, and it doesn't need a ton of over-planning that keeps you on a tight schedule. Yeah. Should be kind of quick in, quick out. Yeah. It's a day
1: trip. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
0: You ready? Let's talk
1: about it. Okay, I'm going to give you one. Go. Zakopane. Love it. It's a great choice. Okay, leaving the main station in Krakow. Mm-hmm. Look for Zakopani to be about an hour and a half south, nestled in the Tatras Mountains. This is a winter sports resort town with an easily navigational main drag full of plenty of shops and restaurants to eat at. It's the perpe- perfect perfect jump off for hikes in the mountains or rafting on the dunyak river the local tourist information center can set you up to get you out on the trails or on the water they can also get you up on the slopes during the winter months what holds zakapani back from the top of our list is two things this is true the entire town has a bit of a time warp feel about it. Mm-hmm. I always feel like I'm transported back to Wham! To a Wham! video. Yes. yes. Wake me up before you go-go. I was thinking of the the
0: last Christmas. Okay, okay, okay. You. Remember okay. that one? Yes. It happened in the mountains? So yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. listening
1: to Wham! as I'm mm-hmm. walking around. No. I did. <laughs> okay. But... Even there, there's this amazing little small mall, Mm -hmm. and you really think you're going back in the 80s. You are. But it's great. The other issue, and this is a big one, Mm -hmm. is the train station. Yes. Now, I'm sure it's going to be delightful when it's finished, but right now, it's under construction. Yes. And the train tracks are still non-existent, and the buildings are still in the remodel stage so it's located about a 15 minute walk from the main area mm-hmm. the combination bus and train station will be lovely once it's done mm-hmm. but everyone is depending on bus transport to do the job so it it's kind of hard to even find out find someone who could give us a timeline a concrete answer On when this is going to be completed. Yeah. So the logistics can be a little confusing to both the travels and
0: the locals. Yeah, I think so. Travelers and locals alike are both having issues with Zakopane right now. Yeah. So for right now, it's at the the back of our list. But it's there. Yeah. All right. Coming in at number seven is the Greek island of Hydra. Hydra, right? This little Greek island is the closest ferry ride to Athens. With no cars at all, it's as walkable as walkable can be. If there is no way you can make it to any other island... This is a great choice. Ferries run daily and the launch takes about 45 minutes to get you to the island. Probably the only holdbacks is that there isn't much past the little harbor and the lovely pebbled beaches. So if you're looking to eat well, and who isn't when you're in Greece, mm, I am. and enjoy the Greek sunshine, Hydra is the perfect day trip for you. There are also some rentals on the island, including a stable, which could be a great experience if that's kind of your thing. So I'm going to say, yeah. A you could good... add the animal experience in. Yeah, I'm going to say this is a good number seven. A okay. good, good number seven pick. Coming in right behind that at number six is Sterling in Scotland. Here's the deal. Sterling is a castle city, and the castle holds court in this easy-to-walk town that's just under an hour from Edinburgh's Waverly Station, which is the big station there. While Edinburgh's Grand Dam, that beautiful castle there, has the majesty of the crown jewels, Sterling Castle gives more of an insight into general castle life, what it was like. With costumed actors giving insight and plenty of rooms to explore, Sterling has it all. The town itself is a college town and has a few good restaurants and shops to enjoy. The walk up to the castle is a predictably uphill and winds past both commercial and residential areas. The line 57 bus winds up to that castle from this train station at the bottom of the hill and might be a quicker and easier choice than the hike. However, don't expect Sterling to give you much other bang for its buck other okay. than the big castle. It's a great day trip to see a great castle, but then you're gonna kind of—it's
1: a great number six. Yeah,
0: it's great number okay. six. Okay, here are a few things that seem
1: to overshoot the mark. Mm-hmm. Okay, unless these destinations are a second visit. Okay, that means you haven't been—you've been there before. Uh huh. A day trip could be a bit overwhelming or a waste of travel time Mm -hmm. instead use these popular connections as overnight choices
0: yeah so these aren't necessarily the best day trips in the world no we're going to give them the overnight these are an overnighter yeah okay okay so if you're leaving from vienna or munich and you want to go through salzburg good overnight good overnight how about london to paris or vice versa yeah It needs an overnight. It's not a day trip. Okay? Speaking of London or Paris, how about either one of those out to Brussels? You're going to need a little bit more time in Brussels. Okay, I'm going to throw you another one. Mm -hmm. Rome to Florence or vice versa. Yeah, I think Rome or Florence, there's no way to make either one of them a day trip. Yeah. Yeah, or Paris out to Normandy. Normandy seems awfully close to Paris. However, there's so much out there, you're just going to kind of leave Mm -hmm. wanting wanting more. more. So maybe those aren't the best day trips, per se. Back to our list. Back to our list. All right. We're heading up toward the Amsterdam area and to the Netherlands, and we're looking at Kinderdijk and The Hague. Coming in at a strong number five. Okay. Okay. Less than an hour from Amsterdam, Rotterdam is the iconic modern sister, and the Kinderdijk windmill park lies just at the edge of it. On arrival, choose to stroll the 13 windmills, exploring those that are open for visiting, or rent a couple of bikes from the little shop just outside the gates and let your wheels do the wandering. There's plenty of amenities to keep you busy, and it's not so big that you feel overwhelmed. Even in the height of the tourist season, it's roomy enough for you to ride freely around. You'll use the launch located about a 10-minute walk from Rotterdam's main train station right on the waterway, and that launch is about 30 minutes long and drops you right in front of the park can't go wrong can't go wrong okay as you make your return trip hop off uh, the train at the hague to get a glimpse of the iconic girl with a pearl oh i love it and the only thing holding this back from being first place on our list is the fact that you need to take both the train and a launch to make it out to the kindergarten and back Mm. if it was only one or the other this would have been number one okay yeah yeah Okay. okay number five on our list You're listening to Babshi and Yaya Travel the World, and we hope that you are enjoying today's conversation. We invite you to become part of our travel community, so head on over to com. That's B-A-B-C-I-A and Y-I-A, Y-I-A and subscribe to our blog so that you can be kept in the loop as we talk about destinations and how to make travel a priority in your daily life. Whether you are travel dreaming or you've got boarding passes in your hand, we've got resources, plans, and plenty of inspiration to get you ready for whatever adventure awaits. You can find us on all the social media at Bob and Yaya, and we hope that we see you there
1: okay i'm going to four here okay and let's talk milan Mm-hmm. okay there's a lot here there is in order to make this a is this a credible day trip focus on the big three and there are the big three there the duomo mm-hmm. its neighbor the galleria mm-hmm. and the iconic last supper Mm-hmm. Economically, it can be strung together in about three hours, making a mid-morning arrival and a late lunch a perfect day. True. If Milan is on your list for just a few things, making it a day trip is totally worth it. Mm -hmm. The main train station is more than a 30-minute walk, so taking a taxi into the main piazza will be a must. But other than that, Milan is an easy, breezy visit from Florence, or Venice.
0: Yeah, I think so. You can get in there in a couple of hours and kind of get out right after a, ni- a nice late lunch. You're back to your home base by dinner. I think makes to it go. a perfect four. Yeah, a good four. All right, coming in at number three, one of my favorites. This <sighs> is Giverny. If Normandy doesn't make our list, Giverny definitely makes our list. Yes. The first time I was went here, I thought there was no way. That this place could live up to the hype. This world-renowned artist, Monet, and his garden cannot have the same magic it once did. It, it just, there was no way no. it could happen, right? Spoiler alert, it totally does. <laughs> <laughs> it totally does. The house and the gardens at Giverny are truly a real-life version of Monet's art catalog. The vibrant kitchen and dining room are are a can miss and the little village that's just adjacent is perfect for a lunch and a stroll. The small but well-curated museum On-site helps connect the Impressionist movement with the Japanese fads of the day, which really helps you understand the art better. Take the train in from Paris to the Vernon station and then use the little shuttle bus to get to the artist's colony. It's wise to pre-purchase your tickets to avoid lines here. We've talked about that before. And again... The only reason that this didn't tie for number one is because you have to train and shuttle and not just one or the other.
1: Now, the following places didn't make our list for one simple
0: reason. Mm -hmm. You need a car to really enjoy this area. Yeah, and we didn't think that renting a car Mm -mm. kind of fit into the day trip idea in Europe. So give it to us. Okay. Bavaria from Munich. Need a car. We love it, but you need a car. The Cotswolds from London. Love it. You need need a a car. car. The Cliffs of Moher from Dublin. Love it. Need Need a a car. car. You just need a car. Okay. We're down to the top two. Yes. Coming in strong at number two. Is beautiful, beautiful Lucerne, Switzerland. Easily accessible from either Bern or Zurich, and a train station that drops you into the middle of absolutely everything, Lucerne has got it all. Waterside cafes, covered bridges, lovely churches, and a perfect blue Swiss lake. You just check, 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 check. Show up mid-morning and walk out the front of the train station to stellar views of Lake Lucerne. Promenade around the little town and find somewhere along the way to have a nice, long, leisurely lunch. Enjoy a boat ride out on the lake and peruse the little shops before heading back to your home base. Can't go wrong. Perfect day trip. Perfect. Number Number two.
1: Coming in. At first place, ready, Bruges. There it is. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Bruges is the perfect day trip from any of the big names. Paris, Mm -hmm. Amsterdam, or Brussels. Mm -hmm. They all work. Once at the train station, it's a perfectly flat, scenic, 20-minute walk to the city center. The walk allows for plenty of shop browsing, mm-hmm. more cafes and restaurants than you can count, and plenty of worthy sights to see. Check out the historium, rent bikes, visit the extraordinary chocolate shops, and visit first-class art,
0: including a Michelangelo called the Bruges Madonna. Such a great story. Hey, listen, let's review those one more time. I'm going to pull them in. Number eight, Zakopani. Mm. Number seven, Hedra in Greece. Number six, Sterling up in Scotland. Number five, Kinderdijk and The Hague. Number four, down in Italy, Milan makes it to number four. Number three, Giverny, just north of Paris. Number two, Lucerne and its lovely lake down in Switzerland. And number one, Bruges in Belgium. You cannot go wrong. All of them are easily accessible by train. Now, one of the things that makes us want to tell you about day trips is the concept of adding on to something or at the beginning or at the end of your trip. Definitely. Right? The the art of the add-on in Europe is super important, and I'm thinking in terms of taking maybe a cruise, like a Mediterranean cruise, or Mm -hmm. taking a river cruise, taking a North Atlantic or Baltic Sea cruise, Mm -hmm. you need to kind of think about what your options are to kind of capitalize on the fact that you've flown over to Europe... You're there. What's a little bit more that you can get out of it? Now, one of the ways that you could do that is to take a couple of days in one of the big cities. For example, if you're getting ready to go up into Scandinavia on a cruise, you might choose Amsterdam. Right. 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 Okay. Maybe if you're doing a Mediterranean cruise, you're going to choose Rome or Florence, Mm -hmm. maybe even Athens. Right. 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 You're going to choose one of those big guys. On the back end, you may have a day or two that you want to fill in here or there in order to just kind of extend and capitalize on the money that you've spent and the investment that you've made to get over there. there. And you're there. This is where these day trips can really come in handy. So definitely think about that. I'll tell you another reason that you need to think about it. Day trips can be really important because there are some places that are starting to capitalize on having a two, three night minimum. Yes. Lake Como is a good example. So if I'm going to stay up in Lake Como, I'm probably not going to have two days or three days worth of stuff to do. You have to spend three nights in Lake Como at most places now. There's not four days worth of stuff up there to do. So you need some day trips. So those day trips can really be super helpful to kind of fill in those places if you're looking to kind of make those minimum stays part of your travel goals. Right. So they could be super helpful. And these top eight we gave Mm -hmm.
1: are fabulous. Yes. You know what we left out about Bruges? Tell me. What is that?
0: Infamous smell you have as you're strolling through. There is nothing like it. The entire town smells like waffles and chocolate. It, it, <laughs> he I don't want to go there. I don't understand. We say all the time Walt Disney had to walk right here and go. Got it. Yes. I totally know what to do in my theme park now. Yes. <laughs> he had to. There's no other way he figured it out. I, I don't know how else you figure that out, right? I know. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so those are our countdown to our eight best day trips in Europe. Yes. Especially in the high season. And if you have anything that you think we've left out, you know where to get a hold of us on all the social. At Bobshee and Yaya. And you can always email us, Bobshee and Yaya, that's B A B C I A and Y I A Y I A at gmail.com. And you let us know what you think we left out. We're all about hearing your choices. We may come back to you and say, wait a second, wait a second. Or we may say, oh, Our bad. Bad. we're make a tick and, and thank that person for bringing that particular one up. So we're interested to hear what you think are the best European day trips. Get a hold of us, won't you? And in the meantime, no matter where in the world you go, we wish you bon voyage and happy travels. We hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. We drop two episodes every month for year-round travel fun. You can find more tips,
1: hacks, destination guides, and inspiration at bobshenyaya.com.
0: That's also where you'll find information about our upcoming workshops and our upcoming small group travel experiences. That's right. We'd love for you to
1: join us during our travel season as we take in glorious destinations like Edinburgh, Paris, Warsaw, and Amsterdam. It's going to be so much fun.
0: Don't hesitate to leave us a little comment or a review, especially over there on iTunes where the numbers do all the talking. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on all the social media, including TikTok and Facebook, by searching at Bob and Yaya. That's B-A-B-C-I-A and Y-I-A, Y-I-A. We look forward to sharing our next episode with you.